Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I'm joined by my good friend Simon Moody for a game of What's So Cool About Lucha Libre. What's So Cool About Lucha Libre is a super lightweight role-playing game based on What's So Cool About Outer Space, about something that listeners of the show know is one of my favorite topics in the world. Pro wrestling, specifically Lucha Libre, and specifically the role of the luchador in pop culture as sort of larger-than-life superhero, it is one of my favorite things in this or any world. Um, and I could not wait. I've been wanting to play this game on the show for ages and ages, ever since it came out. And frankly, this episode did not disappoint. Uh, this is a story about high-flying, monster-hunting luchadors protecting their community by the forces that would come in and destroy it. It is big, it is bold, it is action-packed, it is super heroic. It absolutely rules. I loved every minute of it, and I really think you're going to enjoy listening to it. You absolutely should pick up your own copy of What's So Cool About Lucha Libre, especially because, like... I can't really describe how utterly beautiful it is uh, because this is an audio only medium, but like the game's layout is gorgeous and full of life and color and it is visually stunning. And I really think that you should just pick up the game and read through it and just flip through it to take in the visuals because it is such an evocative, beautiful game. You can find your own copy of What's So Cool About Lucha Libre at colorspraygames.itch.io or you can check the show notes for more information. Simon is the designer of What's So Cool About Lucha Libre. He is also a tabletop RPG and LARP designer, a freelance RPG author, an actual play streamer at the All Nerds Here channel, including one of the cast members of Cortisone Station, an out-of-this-world galactic game of the world's greatest role-playing game, Passione de las Passiones, by Brandon Leon Gambetta, that airs every Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern at twitch.tv slash allnerdshere. Simon is also a cast member on uh, the Penumbra podcast. He is also a pro GM and Discord mod for Magpie Games. Simon does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I love seeing all the cool stuff that he does. I also just love following him on Twitter at Lucha Libris. And frankly, you should do the same. One quick thing before we dive in, a special thank you to Bobby Banner and Nathan Watts, our newest backers on Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting the show as well as the games that I create, all of the weird little things that I do here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Patreon backers get early access to episodes, they get raw audio for Party of One episodes, they get the text of new games before they are released to the world, they get all sorts of cool stuff that I'm kind of currently still working out some of the higher tiers to make things a little better, but they get a lot of cool stuff, and you should be a backer as well. You can back the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash jeffstormer. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so, so excited to be sitting down with Simon Moody. Simon, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. I am just over the moon about this. Uh, that makes two of us. I, I I said this to you before we recorded, but like this is the highlight of my day. This is I've, <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for a while. Um, I could not be more excited. Uh, real quick, why don't you take a moment to let the lovely listeners at home know about what we're playing this week, as well as anything else you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Sure. Uh, my name is Simon. I am a tabletop role-playing game designer, and this is What's So Cool About Lucha Libre, which is a game that I wrote for the What's So Cool About Jam uh, a little while back. It is a game that is sort of a love letter to Lucha Libre, uh, to wrestling media in general, uh, as well as specifically like uh, Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. Um and also games like Guacamelee uh, and sort of an, an arcade feel to it, like Streets of Rage. Uh, it was written in about a week, so it's a little bit of a fever dream of a game. Uh, and I'm looking forward to potentially putting out some more stuff, including maybe a, a little GMless mode uh, as we, we play this out. We might be kind of live playtesting some ideas. I'm going to bounce around in my head. 
This is this is this is uh we might break it. It might it might completely fall fall flat, but we're gonna see how it goes. But that's game design, baby. That's game design, baby. <laughs> Um, seriously, I know that I've said this a million times on social and off mic and other places. I'm going to say it on mic just so I can, just so I can have it on the record. This game, this game rips, this game slaps. <laughs> I, I remember you posted the first like social media, like it, you posted the first layout images of it. And I looked at it and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is it. like, inc- like it is a breathtakingly good looking game. And like, it's. It, it reads so wonderfully, like all of that, that like the joy and passion is, is in it. And it just it fills me with such joy and excitement. And I've been excited to play it ever since I saw those those photos on Twitter. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm ready to, to see what happens when we put it on the road and <laughs> if the wheels fall off. <laughs> That's 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 gameplay, baby. Uh, all right. Let's get into this. Um, so what's so cool about Lucha Libre? is a game about we are both uh we are both technico wrestlers we are wrestlers we are luchadors who fight for the common folk uh we are wearing iconic masks we fight evil whenever it arises it is our sworn duty to oppose any rudo who serves evil causes as a luchador we are equal parts wrestler and superhero sometimes we wrestle rudos in the ring sometimes we wrestle vampires in hell or aliens in outer space how that uh the mask we wear es magica uh it gives us special powers and lets us see beyond, uh, lets us see beyond the normal world, and we perceive el mundo espiritual, uh, espiritual uh, the world of spirits, monsters, and gods. I, 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 I feel like I don't know if we talked about this, but I adore lucha movies. Really specifically, they are a passion point of mine. So, like, I read that pitch and I was like, "Good, I'm here, I'm ready." <laughs> like, this was the, I've been I've been dying for this. So I'm so excited. So uh, we are going to be. Playing this a little bit GM-less, so we are going to be playing uh, Luchadors as well as uh, we are going to be, like, sharing the announcer duties. The announcer gives sets up a scenario, the Luchador responds to it, and in th- turn fights a monster, saves the world, saves the day, does all of that cool stuff. Um, so, to, fir- to I guess, to start, we should lay out who we are. Yeah. Uh, so, this game has a very light character creation system uh, that's based on what's so cool about outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a very, very rules light game. It's only uh, about four pages, and those four pages uh, can fit on note cards easily. Uh, so when I was writing the game uh, for the jam, I wanted to kind of build on that a little bit, uh, adjust the flavor to mm-hmm. Lucha Libre uh, and to the media that I was drawing on, um, and also for the general rules, kind of punch them up a little bit to add some more thematic flavor and some more, some more meat on the bones. Um, so when we create characters... Uh, you can kind of do these in any order that makes sense. Uh, I know some people like to create names for their characters after they know a little bit uh, about who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that makes a lot of sense for this game because part of what you need to do is create a mask, right? So yeah. what I'm working on is the idea that uh, like in uh, Guacamele, for example, right? The main character finds this magical mask that is from history that imbues mm-hmm. him with the power of the spirit world. And so you also are a wrestler who has one of these magical masks. So what we're going to do is, uh, in order, according to the rules, uh, choose a name, give ourselves some pronouns, uh, and then create a mask. You can choose options on the list or make up your own. I personally am going to roll some dice. I think I I'm going to roll like as well. I I was coming in thinking I was going to choose, and now I, like I'm sitting here and I'm like I think I think for this I want to roll and and see what happens and create the create my character based on my roll results. Yeah. 
so the the rolls that we have, we do two d six, two six sided dice uh, for color. Your mask has two colors. It has a theme and one or more interesting details. Um, so the first thing you're going to roll on is two dice for color. And I rolled a three and a two, so my mask is blue and white. And mine is blue and gold. Ooh. Blue themes. Uh, the next thing we're going to roll on is a theme, which sort of describes the general aesthetic of the mask overall. Uh, I definitely encourage you to go out and look at some Lucha masks if you haven't already, because they they run the gamut of very silly to mm-hmm. very uh, dark and uh, kind of scary. Uh, mine is a religious theme, which is interesting. I also rolled a, so so I've got so something is jumping out to me immediately that I want to pitch to you. Yeah, shoot. Based on the fact that we've been rolling very similarly, I think I would like to propose that we are like a proper tag team. A we dedicated are a proper, tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are, we are not two single stars who have brought together. We are not El Santo and, and Blue Demon. We are, we are a tag team of wrestlers because we both have religious masks that have blue as a central color. I think that we are, we are a team that has been together for a long time. Yeah, I love it. Let's go with it. All right. Okay. Roll for detail. Yeah. So when you roll for details, you can roll one or more dice, as many as you want. Uh, and <laughs> I guess you could roll six dice and get all options <laughs> if you really want to. Or you could roll six dice and just have so many sequins. <laughs> right. Just completely covered in it. Uh, wh- at what point does that become just glitter? Uh, I rolled two dice for funsies because uh, I have two dice in front mm-hmm. of me. Uh, and I have sequins or gems and horns as my mm. details. I rolled one and I got a hood or cowl. Ooh. Ooh. I think there's I, some... I, And I'm picturing very specifically like a mask and a, like it's not a uh, what I'm picturing that it's not is the uh, is like a Batman style mask and cowl. Like this is very specifically like a, a mask, like a very straightforward lucha mask a la like sort of a uh, sort of a, a blue demon like a like ma- style mask which just kind of the face mask and then a very kind of elaborate hood on top of that kind of in the in the, the in sort of the the robin hood or wizardly vein right like the big <laughs> elaborate hood on top that i can yeah. lower down when things get real or when i'm about to step in the ring i love that that's cool um and horns in this case can be uh, literal horns, but also if you look at a lot of lucha masks, you'll see that there are these kind of frills that come mm-hmm. off the sides and curl up. And so I, that's my absolute favorite. I love the I love the frill horns. They are it's they so are, dynamic, especially when they kind of fall back when they kind of flow backwards, like uh like 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 Phoenix's mask, where they yeah they've got the horns that kind of fall backwards. It's my absolute. It's it's the coolest thing in the world. They're almost like like dragon frills at a certain. Yeah, point. they're yeah. just it's so it's, a, it's such a cool effect, especially when they're moving through the ring and they're kind. It's uh, look, I, I'm I'm trying not to just completely spend this entire recording just 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 gushing about this stuff. So I will <laughs> I will try to contain myself as best as possible, but I make no promises. No, 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 it's it's totally understandable. The the joy is real. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with those frills. Uh, I like the, I like the kind of spiky look rather than having like big old bull horns, which I think is good. Um, so I think the, I think the aesthetic, the, the visual that I'm seeing, since it's religious iconography and I specifically have gold and blue, mm-hmm. 
is almost like the 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 I don't think there are eye holes in my mask. I think it is sort of what the sort of black uh black mesh scenario, but I think it's like a bar of black mesh over my eyes and it is quite literally like a gold uh like cross and filigree that like goes across my eyes and like right down the center. So it's Ooh. like a gold cross front and center with the with the sort of black mesh bar in the middle of it where my eyes go to 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 just and like all you see is that is that is that big golden cross. Nice. I think I'm gonna take a similar uh, pattern. Uh, I think we've got the the frills uh, that are probably blue as the highlight over a white mask. So the main body of the mask is white mm. um, with the blue uh, uh, highlights because I think that's a an interesting twist <laughs> on the, like the color pattern. Um, I think there's also a similar cross uh, pattern that goes across the uh, sort of the eyebrow ridge and then down most of the front of the face. Very sort cool. Sort of divides very, very it in cool. half. Um, and I think the uh, the gems are just sort of like little studs right there. They're these little uh, cabochons that kind of yeah. line uh, the cross so they go all the way kind of up and down over the sides. Uh, who am I thinking of? Is it Caristico who has a sort of similar... There, there's a few of these religious kind of cross... Uh, yeah, I can kind of picture that. like what you're what you're thinking of. Studs. I think it, I think it might be Caristico. Yeah. If nothing else, Caristico definitely has the like jeweled like cabochon effect like along like where his mouth is he's got the kind of jewels on the end which is what i'm which is what what, what i'm picturing like it, it like it's got he's his mac at least has those very big like gemstone accents mm, yeah, yeah 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 uh cool now that we've kind of got our aesthetic we yeah. have a cause that we fight for each character has a cause that you believe in over all others as a as a technico you believe in justice you mm-hmm. are trying to fight evil wherever it appears uh but there's something that kind of drives you. So you roll 2d6, or you can choose an option or make up your own. I'm going to roll the dice again, because I'm curious. Secretly hoping for one option, but... Um, I have a total of five. I fight for the poor and the downtrodden. I love that. I got a six, which is I fight monsters that prey on innocence. And oh. that is, like, a very good... That is a very good pairing together right like if yeah. it is very specifically and that feels bright that feels off like that at like combining those together to create a tag team like tells me very specifically that we are in like a a, a poor working class neighborhood and like that is that is beset upon by like the supernatural yeah i love that that's very and that classic. is and like it it so it also bounces very nicely off of an idea that I, I had been playing with that I I I, I, I maybe want to hold on to, but a, at least a scenario that like I think is is interesting or maybe and maybe this is maybe this isn't so much us solving a mystery as we know the monster up front and we're like and we're chasing after them because I have yeah. an idea for like a monster that fits very nicely into that that was, I've been I've been kicking around ideas because I oftentimes am like, what if this monster was wrestling? Yeah. Just as where my brain lives. I, I love I love that. I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, so we have our causes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now 
we have to choose a signature style of wrestling that emphasizes certain kinds of moves over others. Uh, so how do we fight our foes? Describe our style. The options I've written out are throws, pure strength, martial arts, grapples, high-flying moves, or otro estilo, some other kind of, of fighting mm-hmm. style. What are you thinking is your your particular style of wrestling? I am picturing somewhere between pr- throws and pure strength. I, I in my head, I don't picture a a like a high flyer luchador. I'm picturing barreled, chested, uh, not not ripped in the way like in the way that like my favorite wrestlers often are. I don't look ripped. I don't look shredded. I don't look like I don't have like a WWE build. I just look <laughs> thick and heavy and like. Like, like I actually look like I, I lift boxes for a living, right? Oh, like that's yeah. sort of like big, just big, just big, big. I big, a I big. A thick slice of beef, right? A thick <laughs> slice of beef, yeah. That's what I'm picturing. So like throws and pure strength in terms of like, I, because one of my absolute favorite things in wrestling, and this is a very specifically, uh, this is a very specifically Japanese thing that kind of has bled into the rest of the broader wrestling world, is the, is the, the wrestling spot of I'm going to run into you and you're just going to stand still and then you're going to point at a rope and then we're just going to do that for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. That is something that I picture I picture my wrestler does. Yeah, just shoves them around, right? Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Uh, I, I think I'm going to play off of that because I've got an idea that's kind of brewing in the back of my mind uh, as kind of an interesting counterpoint where I think I'm I'm the the Batman to your Superman <laughs> in a way. Mm. Um, I like that. I really like that. I think like I'm that. leaning towards martial arts. Um, I love the way that Ray Phoenix fights. And I, I don't think he's, as far as I know, he's not trained in MMA or anything like that. But he has a very fluid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Claws and kicks kind of uh, style. And I think I think that's where this character lives, is in that sort of uh, a little bit of a, of a shoot type fighter. Uh, we have skills and assets that help us seek justice. We choose two traits. Uh, so they might help in the ring, but they help more outside of the ring, such as stunning athleticism, high-octane driving, supernatural lore, inspiring presence, elemental manipulation, or something else cool. Otro rasco chido. Um, I am imagining there's got to be some kind of athleticism for this character for me at least Mm -hmm. because i'm I'm all like i'm imagining jumps and and like almost a high flyer but more on the the individual hand-to-hand stuff yeah i'm definitely going to start with like a parkour energy yeah Uh, and Uh, then i'm gonna think about my second one what about you i think i feel like i i partially because of what i because of what burns in my heart and partially there the the very specific visual that i see in my head there is something profoundly supernatural about the act of like having the hood kind of over your eyes and like drawing it back yeah. kind of in that, in that, in that sort of like Obi-Wan Kenobi style of like, Oh, now you know that it's now that you know that it's gotten real. Cause I've drawn back the hood. So I'm picturing supernatural lore as like a, like I am, uh, and, and maybe this is a, this is a character detail that I'm going to add here also just be, and it's also just because it's something that I love in, you see it in like Lucha specifically almost more than a lot of other areas. I think I'm old. 
I think Ooh. I am. I think I am an old guy. I think I'm an old guy wrestler. Yeah, because old guy luchadors are my favorite. Like L.A. Park and Doctor Wagner. Like old guy luchadors are my favorite. Just with like. <laughs> They're just they're just who I'm the most here for. So, yeah, I think I am. I think I am older. I think that I am from the last generation. And with that, like I come with a catalog in the back of my mind of like like I've seen like it's it's not it's 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 less so like I don't think I know the ritual so much as I know, like the last time that I was here. Yeah. You've been around the block, you've, you've yeah. done it all and seen it all. And still there are horrors that lurk within the night. That yeah. prey upon the innocent, but mo- that's you why have I this can't, extensive that's why mental I can't take off the mask yet, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> one day, one last job. One day, one day, <laughs> one day I will pass on what. One day I will pass on what I know, and I will pass on this mask and this responsibility. But this today is not that day. Yeah, I'm going to say that I have um, some kind of stealth ability to. Mm. Because if we're going on this Batman theme, I, I, I'm going to go with first thought, best thought on this one. Because this game can go as, like, very grounded, right? Mm-hmm. We're just wrestlers fighting wrestlers or wrestlers fighting criminals. But also we go on the supernatural. We're magical. I'm going to yeah. go with shadow manipulation. Shadow manipulation is very cool. As my second ability. It's very cool. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with um, tying into the into the being older and into the and like into sort of my place in the world a little bit i'm gonna go with um partial like it i i think maybe i i'm gonna go with uh what i'm gonna describe as like status in the community Ooh, i am i am right like i've i'm here i've been here for 20 years right like i've been here for my like so long that like you know, I have I have invested some of my money into the into the local corner stores and like everybody kind of knows me. And there's just that sense of like of like if we need something, we know who to turn to. And like yeah. I have like a history that kind of bleeds into sort of every part of the the little neighborhood that we're in. Yeah. Everywhere you go, people know your name and, and call on you. You've, you've helped someone in some way. Yeah. On every on every block of this yeah. neighborhood. I, I really love that. It's just that that image of like it's that it's that image of like you know the, the you're it's being the icon right like it's it's my it, it is it is a hundred percent my jam and also it kind of leans into the Superman Batman dynamic that we've kind of fleshed out here. Yeah. Uh, so I think with that we are set. We the last thing each character gets in, in addition to a name and pronouns mm-hmm. is uh, you have three falls. So this game uses falls instead of HP because uh, we're we're wrestlers. We're we're thematic, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and the last thing you need is a D four, uh, which you set to the number four, which is how you track your en fuego mechanic, which is sort of like a superpower. Um, if you think about in an arcade fighting game or a beat 'em up, mm-hmm. uh, as you punch people, you charge up an attack bar sometimes, uh, or it increases every time you take damage, and that's sort mm-hmm. of like a rubber banding mechanic. You hit your your two buttons, your punch and your jump button, or your punch and your kick button, and you you do your extra joy move or whatever it is. Um, that's something that you can use to create all kinds of cool effects, like defeating enemies, uh, just waves of enemies, or overcoming an obstacle or something else that's super cool. And you charge it up by doing things that relate to your cause or that are just generally exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you could probably use tokens if you wanted to instead of a d4. Uh, I just like the idea of slowly ticking up a die. I also just like the d4. It's yeah, a, it, the d4 is a maligned die that deserves a lot it's more a, more love. I think it's a cool <laughs> little pyramid that's got sharp corners and like it's got numbers on it. What is yeah. not to love about this little tiny, this little, this good little, this good little buddy? Yeah, the Caltrop is is a, a proud member of the team. Um, so that's that's it. I'm ready to go. I think the last thing is just to name characters. I'm going to name my character uh, Venganza, uh, Vengeance or Revenge. Oh, that's real good. Um, uh, my character's name is is is, uh, is Paladin. Nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Venganza oh. and Paladin are a good tag team. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Uh, my pronouns are going to be, uh, he or they, I think. And I think my pronouns will be the same. Okay. Fantastic. So the tag team of Paladin and Venganza are ready to go. Uh, so here's, here's the scenario that I want to posit us in. Hit it. Um, I've been thinking about this and, uh, this fits really nicely with the, the sort of like neighborhood that we're in co- cobbled with supernatural monsters is um, originally I had envisioned this as being like another wrestler comes to us, but I think it works just as well if it's just like someone in the neighborhood. Mm. People have been coming to us because I think somebody comes to somebody comes to us or comes to me or comes to you. Somebody somebody like a word has come out that somebody in the community uh, like did something like committed like a heinous crime, like killed. Like there's a murder that someone is like, I is like, I I have no memory of doing this, but all the records show like the cameras. And, and this is something that has happened a few times. And what it seems to point to is that someone has obtained like a book of a book of names, like a, a quite literally like a booker's book of like, (laughs) of like magical names that, that if you write a sort of a, a, a death note of a death note of control, right? Like the book of Ooh. names, the Satan's Satan's book of, of names and souls seems to be in someone's hand that they are using to, to, to exert control over this neighborhood. And all of these crimes seem to be pointing in a particular direction. Mm. So these people are being manipulated by some, some sinister force. Uh, that some, is some book that I saw, some book that I saw used decades ago. Yeah, I think it makes the most sense that it's uh, a civilian who comes to Paladin. Mm-hmm. It's like you've you've been everywhere, you've seen all kinds of mysterious things. Surely you must know something because we we have no memory of these things, and we we are being cursed. We are mm-hmm. we are we are being punished unjustly by it- by some some creature. And, and and I think uh, I think this this is happening at the uh, this is happening at I'm going to say a meet and greet event outside of a grocery store, like in the yeah. parking lot where I'm shaking hands and uh, like someone comes to me and I think they like they're like hide I, I picture them as hiding like behind like someone calls out to me and they're like hiding right they're hiding amongst cars and right right nervously. <laughs> trying to work up the courage to approach you like is this an appropriate time yeah like the, the 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 situation is so dire how could i not <laughs> and it's it's like it's maybe it's not even they're not even asking for themselves it's like someone that they love has like had, yeah. is like is like hiding in the shadows because they've 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 been accused of they've been accused of this this horrible crime and maybe uh 
maybe maybe the key maybe like and maybe like the thing is is there's like a photo of them standing over a body right in that classic mm-hmm. in that classic like 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 they have no memory of this but here they are it's undeniable and it's that great like kind of half overhead shot and the thing that we notice the thing that tips paladine off that this is a a, a thing that i need the help of my of my of my my boon companion venganza <laughs> is there is like a signature almost a sigil on the ground around this murder. And it's like, it is very specifically three lines of blood that run in a square around where the murder has happened. Mm. And it's like, ah, they, they, they made a ring. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's clearly the marks of this, this summoning circle type type deal. Yeah. And, and so, uh, I think that, I think that, like we get that setup right. Like we get that moment. Let me ask: Where do I? Where do I? Where do we find? Where's our? What is our opening? So we've we've seen we've seen our introduction to Paladin. What is our introduction to Venganza? Uh, I think uh, it's probably if that that's like in the middle of the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's probably the same time of day, but just like across town. Mm. I imagine we have because because the we have the ability to. Um, at any time, step sideways into the spirit world, the mundo espiritual. Yeah. Um, we have sort of a, a telepathic link. So I think uh, Venganza is uh, kind of slowly navigating through uh, the rafters of a warehouse uh, to try and uh, track down some information about someone who's uh, exploiting the lower class in the neighborhood. Uh, mm. Maybe it's like a like a gentrification uh, situation yeah. that it's there's uh, like a suit, <laughs> just a, a real big land developer who is uh, gloating with uh, their uh, cronies about how oh well like the the people here are too foolish to know that mm-hmm. actually there is no law on the books that says that they have to vacate this apartment building. Uh, in 24 no hours no one's gonna ask no one's gonna ask the question they're just gonna do it right and once we do then we'll we'll be free to put in uh all of these other things you know replace mm-hmm. it with with a, a mega mall or something uh um, yeah luxury this is apartments be beautiful it's gonna be a beautiful <laughs> parking lot right right yeah we're gonna we're gonna pay paradise <laughs> and put that parking lot up um you know, and and it, this this will really turn things around for the town. And no, no yeah. one wants to see this undesirable tenement building here. What have these people ever done? These 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 leeches on society or whatever. So Vengansa is up in the in the rafters, and I think Vengansa has this sort of general look of uh, like a like an avenging ghost, uh, avenging angel kind of mm-hmm. uh, uh, vibe, like a long cloak um, that is, of course, stylishly tattered. Yeah, <laughs> um, of course. And is sneaking around. And just before... Um, actually, let's say maybe it, it is, because it's, it's not important to the story. Venganza, like, dives down off, yeah. the, off the rafters and is like, well, you, you can't build this uh, construction site here because it's you, you're, you're removing a, a proud history of these people. They've been here. They built this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. The people who came here and lived here provide all the things that you say that you don't need and you're just going to throw them away like trash. 
there is over as you jump down like on the wall of this this building that like is like behind you there is like a spray painted mural of Venganza and Paladin like oh yeah standing together that's so good uh and I think there's a moment where the 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 suit just is taken aback like oh, you another one of these costumed crusaders what do you think you're doing here you the the law will not provide this i i have friends within the police department mm-hmm. i have friends that go all the way to the top you don't know what big of a an enemy you're about to make by doing this foolish thing it. uh and, and i think that's is like hey, yeah that's a risk that i'm willing to take <laughs> and uh i think i think what happens is like as as the as the land develops so i think we cut back briefly to the to the supermarket and like i i kind of like step to the crowd and i'm like I am sorry, everyone. Uh, there is business. Uh, you under you must understand. Uh, the life of a luchador is one of uh, one of excitement, but it is always one of living on the move. And everybody kind of like laughs. And I, I like I step around a corner and I throw my hood back over my head and I kind of bring it around myself. And in an instant, the the we just watch the cape fall and then like kind of sizzle into the shadows. Yeah. As I as I step into the spirit world. And the next thing we see is that behind this land developer, it's grabbing two of the heads of their cronies and just bashing them together and like laying them out. As I just kind of like cross my arms and give you like uh, uh, an encouraging nod, like do what you got to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Venganza like looks up at that, having dropped into a fighting stance, and looks up at Paladin like, I had those, you know, <laughs> and then st- turns around and does like a just drops into an enzigiri to snap the other guy Love it. Uh, into the ground. Um, and, you know, after this like five second fight sequence, mm-hmm. um, Venganza turns around. Well, you wouldn't have interrupted me if there wasn't something important. Uh, of course not. You know how I love letting you have your fun. It is fun, but it is also a duty. I take pride in my work. And, and, and Venganza, that is what I most respect about you. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear the colors of another wrestler if I didn't believe that about you a hundred percent. Ooh, good, good. Uh, oh yeah. And there's definitely, I think what we see when I say that is that the spray painted mural behind us is, uh, Paladin's outfit is like, Paladin's outfit is either is, hold on, I can actually roll for this. Ooh, there's a table here. <laughs> it's actually green and gold. Like Ooh, the, the, yeah. the the baseline is green. I was originally green and gold, and like since partnering with you, I have taken on your blue. Oh, that's to represent cool. that like to represent that like even though I am even though I I am I am the veteran here, like I'm like no, this is I I am I am showing you like this is my this is my show of like ultimate respect and trust in you that like. This 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 color is this color is just a color. I am I am investing myself in you in this partnership. Yeah, uh, I think also I didn't have uh, a hood before or some mm. kind of uh, uh, mantle. Yeah, I think the cape was there, but there wasn't like an extra layer of uh, kind of that shoulder draping cape with the hood that pulls up. I love so that. that I, I've taken I've taken part of your costume. Uh, to represent that bond as well. It's here's the here's the thing. Wrestlers changing their outfit to reflect their tag team hits me in the heart every single time <laughs> I see it. It it kills me. It kills me with joy. So I'm so happy about this. 
Um, yeah. I think Paladin like smiles and is like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this if I wouldn't interrupt you if it wasn't important. Hands you the photos and is like, look at, look at, look at this. This is, there's something here. I've never seen anything like this. This. Yeah, well, that's because you haven't been around as long as I have. Fifteen years ago, there were a string of murders that rocked this neighborhood. People don't talk about them anymore because it upsets so many people. It's it's a quiet shame that we hide that we hide away, and perhaps that's wrong of us to do. But a place that has been wrong deserves the right to move past that. Someone has obtained. Someone has obtained the book of true names. You can see, and I, I point to the borders. I point to like the, the the three lines of blood. I point to kind of the the summoning circle ring pattern. And I'm like. Someone has obtained a book that can cause untold supernatural damage. It transforms people. It possesses them. It gives them supernatural strength. And when they stand in the ring, it turns them into an unbeatable fighting force. Someone is using that to gain something. Let me ask you. I have a question for you. Who is the person that was killed? Like what? Like what important person was it that like points us Ooh. towards some kind of a scheme? Yeah, it's got to be someone who removing them would allow evil to to fester. So I think mm-hmm. maybe it's a a community leader of some kind, mm-hmm. um, uh, or or someone who had provided a a sort of stability, uh, yeah, to the neighborhood, like. Um, uh, 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 a social organizer. Uh, I like. Some kind? I like a social organ. I like, like. I like a social organizer, and I almost. I think it is tying. It ties really nicely into into your your burning desire. If this is, if it was like a social organizer that was like supporting the growth of the community from the inside, as opposed to kind of a gentrification force from outside. Right. If this was like the the person that was like organizing social programs and like helping build out build out the community park and the community garden like things 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 that that the commu- that like our people in our community needed to like hold on to this space as our own and now that they're gone like it that that exact developer like is able to make that the developer that you just beat down is able to like make a lot more moves now yeah that that makes a lot of sense too that ties everything together mm-hmm. um so yeah, I think it is someone who like grew up in the community, um, has been doing work, like you said, to to try and um, provide programs for people to mm-hmm. get access to medical uh, needs, yeah. uh, community gardens, all of that stuff. Someone who is like, I I grew up here, I know the community, I want to make it better than I found it. People have been working so hard already, but there is just a certain level of uh social capital that people lack i am going to try and get that for myself and i'm going to come back and use that yeah. to to help people and so that now that that person is has been killed um i think that throws everything into into imbalance i love that and i'm like <sighs> it seems like what you are doing here and aside, aside from being fun and important and all the things that I deeply respect about you, it seems this might be, it seems this might be part of a bigger, a bigger play at the neighborhood. And it seems that our our causes have once again become intertwined. And it seems like if we're going to, if we're going to protect this neighborhood, like I know we both want to, it's going to mean figuring out who has this book 
and making sure that it stays out of their hands before anyone else gets hurt. I couldn't agree more. I think it's time to get cracking. So I'm going to ask both of us for a roll here. Yeah. To uh, and I think what we'll do is we will uh, we'll roll and we'll we'll we will in the in the tradition of mystery games and the Gumtree tradition we'll roll we'll both tell the other person what they find out like what the valuable clue is but then the results of the roll will tell us if we get in trouble in doing so. Exactly. Awesome. All um, right. Let's say that this is probably a normal roll. That sounds good. Difficulty. Uh, so when we roll dice in this game, we roll two dice. Uh, and there is a threshold that we're trying to hit, a target number. Six for easy, eight for normal, ten for hard, and twelve for epic. Um, and we add extra dice. Well, not dice, but we add numbers to mm-hmm. the dice uh, for every advantage or disadvantage that we have. Um, so I think for uh, Paladin, you definitely have some traits, right? You have mm-hmm. community, your connection to the community, which will give you a plus one. Yep. Um, and you, you're you sort of, a, I think, more of the investigator. Uh, yeah. So that your your supernatural lore will definitely give you plus one to your roll, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is hunting a supernatural monster, of, or super, your, your cause, right, is to hunt mm-hmm. down these creatures. So I think that's a, a total of that's a total plus, of plus three. three. And I think for, I think for Venganza, this is, I don't know that you have... I don't know. Well, I'm going to ask if, if depending on how you're investigating, you might be able to apply one of your traits. But this definitely does help your cause. So if so, I'd say at, at the least you've got a plus one, if not a plus two. Yeah, I would say probably a plus one for that. Um, and then I think the way that uh, I am tracking down information is to use that shadow manipulation to uh, kind of create uh, spaces for Venganza to hide in like mm, kind of Spider-Man cool. up on the walls, uh, like that's cool. link to a uh, link between world style, like pressing yep. into a wall and kind of sliding 2d into different areas, um, to gather information. So I'm going to give myself a plus two for that. All right. All right. So I landed on a total of six. <laughs> I got a total of seven. Okay. Uh, so if we roll equal to or greater than the difficulty, we succeed. Uh, we do what we wanted to in the way that we wanted to do it. If the roll is lower than the difficulty, we fail. And the announcer tells us, uh, tells the player, if you either don't do what you attempted, you do it, but at great cost or Mm -hmm. offers you some kind of hard bargain. Hmm. Um, I'm going to start by saying, I think I, 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 I'm going to ask you, so I think like let's 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 what we'll do is uh because i believe we both failed yep so what we'll do is we will uh give each other the clue that we want to give to this and then we will from there either uh say what the cost is or the hard bargain or what the what the drawback is to our failure like what it takes us to find out the clue that we've got Mm -hmm. so do you have any thoughts because i think i might yeah, um, part of the suggested um, outcomes on failures are things like, obviously, taking a fall or gaining a temporary disadvantage. Um, but one that I always like to to pull on as a GM in any game is to discover an unpleasant truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, the unpleasant truth that um, Paladin uncovers is that uh, an old 
colleague of yours is connected to this as in like mm, maybe pulling the strings or is that uh, has that a lead pairs, on it? Yeah, that think? pairs so perfectly with what I was going to throw out as my as my clue and also my, the, the 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 drawback that I wanted to throw in. Shoot. Um which is for uh the the clue that I think Venganza uh, uncovers with the shadow manipulation by like by by studying back alleys is you start to notice uh tying perfectly into that clue there are wrestling posters around mm. there are and they are they are for a promotion that is not local right like we have our home promotion right we have our right. our local our local uh like local group we have our local promotion this is not them this is a very you can take one look at the poster. I picture our home promotions have the very kind of old school boxing card looking yeah. posters that like are like somebody printed this or stamped or stamped it and like taped it on a wall. This is a high. This is a glot. This is glossy paper. These are like high res photos. This is a polished. This is quite literally like a this is a WWE level of production on this poster. Right. Uh, and like what 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 that says to me with the clue that you threw out is that like an old rival of mine has sold out and has like has reinvest has taken taken their wealth and like created this this glitzing glamour uh, uh, fr- franchise to steal out like the wrestling from the common people and create it into this elite like outside resource and is using and is is trying to is trying to to use that as a way to like pave away the town's history right to to mm. reinvent the town in their in their image right to kind of take away what is already established yeah um, and put on and, this glossy and coat monopolize it under their under their sort of global brand right and in, in looking for that power perhaps dug too deeply <laughs> and is yeah. tapping into this uh, dark power that they don't understand fully, or, or do good. understand too well and think that they can tackle sort of the like, oh, I can, I can beat whatever's behind this. You know, if if Satan himself is manipulating me, I I can just I, I, I can handle that. I, yeah, I can handle Satan. I'm a luchador. This is what right. we do. Oh, and we'll get we'll get there. I'm going to save that moment for later. But there's there's definitely a moment that I want to I want to drop in later. Um and I think that. the unpleasant truth that you discover. I think the thing one of the options that you have listed in the book that I genuinely am I'm crazy for is uh, an enemy learns how to counter your signature style. Ooh. I think what this is is uh there's this moment where you get a glimpse of where this show is going to happen tonight and like yeah. you get but like as you're kind of lurking in the shadows, the the spirit world kind of bleeds into the shadow a little bit. And it is exactly like it is exactly that that what you just described of like there is a much larger power at play. There is a much larger and more evil power at play that is that is that is uh this person is just a conduit for something much, 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 much more horrendous. Yeah. And the the counter is you get like the barest glimpse of it, like in the shadows, right? Like in your shadows, you see that there is this demonic force like lurking. And if you were to, uh, and maybe it's like, it's, it's in that space between the shadows and the spirit world of like, this demon is lurking. And if either of us spend too much time in either of those spaces, 
we will come face to face with this horrend this this horrific nightmare of a demon. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some some serious stakes here. Yeah. What and I there's there's know, stakes to us of us there's stakes to us using our our powers to 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 fight this specific. Yeah. Yeah. What cost will we be will be willing to pay? Yeah. Um. Uh, what I want to know is who your rival is that's uh, finally coming back to to haunt you. Before before Paladin was Paladin, were you like the same? Did you go by the same name? Uh, or what do you? Um. So I I I I started to roll some dice to build out a mask to build out an identity for this luchador, and the results that I rolled. The first two results that I rolled are so interesting that I'm going to run with this. Okay. Um, and I think this is when we find out something about Paladin as a wrestler. This is something yeah. that, like, maybe this is maybe this is Venganza, like, presenting me with this information. And I, like, I fall back in a chair, right? Like, we're in my, we're in my apartment. I've got one of these beautiful... But the only way that I could describe it is, like, the really old 70s chair that, like, wrestler, that like luchadors have in lucha movies oh, of, like, the yeah. Batman chair. And I fall back <laughs> into this old leather chair, and I put my head in my hand, and I'm like, there's something that I've never told you. And the reason I've never told you this is because I've never told anyone this. Palad- Paladine is not my, is not my original name. My original name is Paladin Jr. <gasps> and Gasp. There, there was another wrestler. There was another luchador. There was El Hijo de Paladin. The literal son of the wrestler Paladin that trained me, that I took my skills after. Saw the world, saw the world as his for the taking. Was not content to be, to, to honor the legacy of the wrestler that trained us. It was all that I ever wanted. I I I came into I came into this business having watched his matches as a child. You know, you're you're in. I mean, I was in the stands. All I could remember is that little f- square of the ring that seemed eternally far away. And yet, this 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 man that I called my best friend once upon a time had was given this was given this by his by his. His his father gave him his own mask and his own identity, and he wanted. And he said it wasn't enough. He wanted more. He wanted bigger. And he one day left. He disappeared. No one had heard. No one has heard from him in fifteen twenty years. And so Paladin Junior became Paladin. I was not. I was just a fan that got lucky. And for the last twenty years, I've done my best to honor my trainer by where by by being his memory. If this, if if Elijo de Paladin has come back to destroy the memory of his father and use this as the base of his global empire, there is no limits to what he is capable of taking in pursuit of that. There is no limits to how far he is willing to go to take what he sees as his birthright. Not for the honor of, not for the sake of honoring it, not for the sake of, of, of love of wrestling or love of his father or love of the mask, but for the sake because there is a market value to that that he can manipulate and twist and break and corrupt into something sellable i truly believe that he might be trying to steal away the identity of paladin i think that just shakes uh vengansa to their core just the the raw emotion that paladin is showing 
mm-hmm. in revealing this this history and this weakness and I think has kind of been watching a ga- uh, kind of mouth agape and turns around uh, and hands on on forehead turns back puts a hand on Paladin's shoulder and says I am honored that you would share such a painful memory and this history with me, these secrets, of course, they will never leave our confidence. And I respect the strength that it must have taken to admit this. I know that wherever you came from, whoever you were, whoever you think you are, you have grown so much more and so much stronger than that person that you you once were. I have seen the deeds that you have done for this community and for the world. You are my friend, and you are my partner. And because of this, because of that bond that we share, I will help you set things right. Not only for the good of the people, but to settle the weight that is on your soul. My friend, if I can have given this community, if I can have given not just this community, but you as my friend, a a fraction of what Paladin gave to me, then I am, and it is clear in this moment that I have, then I I can call myself a contented, I, I can say that my legacy has been cemented, but this is no longer about me. This is not about Paladin Jr. And... Truth be told, it is about, it is, as much as I want to say this is about the memory of the the wrestler that trained me, it is about much more than that, and I think we both know that. It's time that we did this for the community, and it's time that we set things right. And if in the process I can find some measure of peace, then so be it. But we have a responsibility to the people that look up to us, and so I think the only thing that we can do is give the people a show that they will never forget. I think, uh, I, Venganza reaches down, uh, a hand to do the, the kind of classic, mm-hmm. not handshake, but, uh, forearm hands to forearm. forearm shake, yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> clasp. Uh, and we link arms, um, and Venganza locks eyes with Paladin and says, yes, we will show people there is good in the world and that we will do anything to keep this community safe and to destroy evil wherever it may lurk. And I think we cut straight to the, the climax of the story. Like, I think that the next yeah. shot that we get is the, the show is unfolding. Right. And right. Like, exactly. It is, it is, uh, what, what, let me ask you, what is the venue in our neighborhood that is, that holds the wrestling shows? Like where, where do we see the, where, where is the wrestling show held in our, in our neighborhood? Oh yeah. I think, I think it's an old, uh, like school gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, that feels good. Like a basketball court that is no longer being used or, or maybe it is actually, I, that might be even better. The, the school, the local high school, um, has uh the court that they they bring in uh a ring and so the bleachers are packed on either side with all of the locals um and it becomes kind of a a community affair where 
There's like little street festivals that pop mm-hmm. up around it with vendors um, selling foods and candies uh, and people selling like t-shirts and memorabilia and things like that. Um, everyone kind of comes together I uh, love it. For, for one night. Um, and so that's usually where we, we wrestle is inside this old gym. And I think uh, so. I think where we find ourselves in the climax is in this old gym, and like we get there, and we find that like it is the funhouse mirror, like demonic version yeah. of that exact like kind of beautiful thing. Like all the vendors are outside. Are I think we see bandages on his head and black eye we see the land developer from earlier has like the street festivals are all replaced by land developers offering you know big development deals on condos and you know with the camera follow we follow the camera inside and we see that like what was what was a gymnasium right like in the in the opening credits of our story we saw shots of us wrestling in this gymnasium and it it is a gymnasium and you know it is enthusiastic people are so excited and there's a real sense of community and love but it is nonetheless visibly a high school gymnasium but in this moment like when we are like as we are about to make our grand entrances and step into the ring and stand off and save the day it is Madison Square Garden yeah. it has been like it just it just doesn't look the same all the, everything is shrouded in darkness except for like spotlights in the distance where previously you could see the basketball hoop. It is. And then it seems like there is a, a gigantic, like supernatural crowd of people gathered and like chanting. And we, we kind of, we, we scan the audience and we see that it's a mixture of community members who are kind of like, we and, and maybe we get like a brief shot of the sort of three lines that have covered the entire building, right? The summoning circle is the entire building. So there are people that are clapping and they just kind of look like they have been possessed. And then there are also like skeletons and demons and things yeah. also clapping. Is <laughs> this whole this whole infernal affair is unfolding around uh around this particular uh gymnasium. Yeah, I think all the ring has these gentle licks of flame that are kind of mm-hmm. coming up from underneath it and around the edges as well, uh, in addition to kind of the, the clearly monstrous and, and demonic uh, energy that is happening here. And as we, we enter, kind of we are uh, like the, the, the lights in the middle of that darkness. There's kind mm-hmm. of a gentle uh, glow of some kind, like a, like a yellowy-white glow. Yeah around both of our, our auras as we enter the ring. And and I think that, like, there is a match that has just ended, and, like, it, they are carrying off one of the wrestlers who looks just badly injured, and it, like, yeah. has this energy of, like, the wrestling that is happening here is horrific, and it is, it is, you know... It is it is visually, like, immediately identifiable as, like, unsafe and 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 harmful and, like... It is it is toxic is the way that I would describe it. It feels like toxic wrestling. It feels like it is the worst picture of what people think of when they think of professional wrestling. Yeah, like a like a hardcore match gone to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And we and we walk into the ring and there's yeah. And like the crowd gasps because we were not obviously we we're not on the card. And I think the right. thing facing us in the ring. And I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this as we set up this big fight because this this. We accidentally set it up, or rather, by, by happenstance, we have set up the perfect uh, visual for this closing fight, which is what is standing in the ring is green and gold paladin. 
Oh, like it snap. Is, it is the original colors because uh, he never, because he never, he never sacrificed the color scheme. That's he right. Never, he never formed that tag team. I love that. So, yeah, that is, uh, Paladin has the book and is announcing things and pauses when we kind of enter and, like, that is sort of what we see in front of us. And then, like, in that moment, sets the book down and, like, flames swirl around it as, like, the portal is starting to open and the demonic force is starting to crawl through. Which means that we have to defeat Paladin, who's got superpowers at this point, of obviously. <laughs> um, before this portal opens. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, we have this moment where we've kind of entered and, uh, of course, diegetically our entrance music plays yeah. <laughs> through, despite the, there being no speakers or anything like that. Um, and, uh, over whatever machine was playing the music for everyone else, um, mm-hmm. we turn to look at each other, uh, and just have that moment of solemn single nod of like, yeah, it is time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we uh, go back to back to to face off. Um, what's going on here on the table uh, is that I imagine Paladin, uh, the the dark Paladin, is is a boss. Yeah. Um, and so as a boss, uh, he has a ward that prevents him from taking any kind of damage unless it is broken by either a special action of some kind or a super attack. Mm. Um, and so one of us, because we're currently both in fuego, we could, we could just do that. I think, which is a great use of, of power. And maybe that is, uh, the first thing that we do is that Venganza as the, the younger, more, um, headstrong <laughs> of the two wrestlers, um, climbs up into the ring, uh, and declares, you do not deserve your name. You have besmirched the honor of all technicos and all luchadors across the world. You have sold yourself for power, for a glimpse at something greater than yourself, when you have also enabled the suffering of all people, of the common folk. You have forgotten what Lucha Libre is. You have lost yourself in a selfish quest for greed, and I will not stand for it. You and I, we will settle things properly. And in the end, you will see the error of your ways. Um, and charges. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think just they, there's, there's this sort of sequence of back and forth swings and kicks as Venganza just furiously launches an assault, uh, driving Paladin backwards. And maybe at one point holds uh, Paladin holds up the book. Um, and, uh, we see that there's energy flaring in and out of the book into Paladin Mm -hmm. and, uh, holds the book up in front of their face uh, in front of their face and Venganza just pulls back crackling with divine energy mm-hmm. and slams uh their fist into the book sending it flying you know so I'm going to spend my my die 
uh, for my super attack to remove the ward. So like the book is still there. It's still got yeah. power, but obviously the, whatever was causing this defensive aura mm-hmm. around uh, Paladin has been demolished. I love that. And I think, um, I think what happens is that is happening is uh, the book goes flying. Paladin like holds out a hand and like, forms like holds out holds out his hand and like uh because it is it is it is it is it is wrestling like forms like a a steel chair of fire and brimstone and obsidian and like grabs hold of it and is like if you want to settle this if you want to settle this the honest way we'll settle this the honest way i will take what is my birthright and when i am done and like points a finger at uh points a finger at paladin as a like uh as like a skeleton hand forms around my throat i will not just take your neighborhood i will not just take your legacy i am taking that mask off of your face yeah 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 and as we know that is like the the ultimate uh dishonor it's not only the source of your your power but like your pride it is is my it is my identity it is who i am it's who you are uh, and s- so he, yeah, he reaches out and, and lifts you off the ground and is like, you feel the, the, the life force around you sort of siphoning away as he's trying to, to grab you. Um, what is, what does Paladin do about <laughs> this situation? I think Paladin just grabs the hand and is like in the air and grabs the hand and with that tremendous strength, like with that, not even, not even spiritual strength, not even supernatural strength, just raw physical. Don't fuck with me. Power like pulls open the, the skeleton hand falls flat on his back, uh, rolls up. They climb to their feet. They, they point their finger at, uh, they point their finger at, uh, at Eliho and are, and are like, are like, we don't do this. And in this neighborhood, we don't use supernatural trickery to solve fights and rushes with just a full on arms extended, like body avalanche to just like crash hard, hard into their, into their old rival, into the, the person that has tormented him his entire career. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that are you using your super attack or are you uh, like just making that a, a regular, like I'm going to just dive tackle you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to save my super attack and use just a regular, just a regular attack. I'm going to yeah. save my super attack and just use a regular attack for this. Makes sense. So that I think is going to be, Hmm. Uh, either a normal or a, or a difficile role. I'm going to say, yeah. I think it's a difficile. Difficile. Yeah. Cause you're, you're facing down, like th- this is your past is coming mm-hmm. back to haunt you and, and as a superior, superior fighter. So the difficulty is going to be 10. Um, you're using your signature style of power, just raw yeah. power. Right. Um, I think you have an advantageous position in that, you know, uh, Eco's moves, and this is advancing your cause. Absolutely. Right. Um, what, what else do we think is in play here? Um, do we think that, do we think that, that uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question for a plus one here. Yeah. What does the cool, what, what does Venganza do to set up our cool tag team maneuver that involves me rushing, doing this, this body check. Oh, maneuver? nice. Um, 
I think, um, I think I might sweep the leg just that to set, very cool. set the set uh, eco like off up, off balance. E- so you're, I see you forward, I'm running, yeah, and then just like head on, head on, like collision. Yeah. Uh, Venganza kicks the knee of Iko, who falls down to one knee as looks up in that like front on camera angle as you barrel in. So I think you're rolling with plus four. That is, I rolled an eight. So that is a, that is a 12 total. That is epic. Hell yeah. So you have succeeded. Uh, and on a success, you can do all kinds of things like gain temporary advantages, mm-hmm. overcome challenges. But I think in this case, you want to inflict a fall. I just fall want, I want to hit. Ethan, I, want to, right? I want to hit and I want to hit hard. Yeah. So what does that look like as you you just like slam into Iko and, and um, pin them against the ropes? Uh, I, I, so what it is, is I, I run and like, I have my arms extended and, and, and Iho is falling forward. I bring my arms around just to like crush, just to crush him as I come around. Uh, Paladin lifts up, uh, lifts up Iho. They, they then like have them, once their arms are wrapped around Iho, they spring backwards with sort of a belly to belly suplex and just crash them hard into the mat. Nice. And stand nice. up. And I think like as I stand up, as 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 Paladin stands up, they point out to the crowd and like the the forces of hell are visibly disappearing as we as as we have shaken Eho to his core. Yeah, yeah. Um so from there I think Also I just need to note that I did a cool point to the sides like like I did that and then that's I mean you know Paladin does that but I just I'm excited I, this is me being excited in the moment and I want the listeners at home to know that that's what's happening. Yeah, exactly. We're like hey, check this out. And I think the the the, the few mortals who are here are like cheering through their their kind of uh aura of of demonic possession like there's a moment of clarity for them as the, mm-hmm. the, the energy is rocked. Um, I think the, the forces of hell redouble their efforts. And I imagine that there's like a gang of minions here, right? There's these, yeah. these monsters and undead. I think a bunch of skeletons um, are kind of approaching the ring while Venganza is like applauding. Like, yeah, did you see that? Look at this. Paladin is an incredible fighter. And, and this is the, this is what years of experience provide. Uh, you you will not withstand against our assault, and it's just like kind of doing this righteous monologue, standing tall with the cape flowing in the wind. Um, as skeletons reach up and just mm-hmm. grab uh, Venganza and start dragging them, mm-hmm. like slam them down to the ground and start trying to drag them out of the ring and into these uh, fissures of hellfire that are appearing That's as the so ground good. is cracking. That's so dope. Um, and I think. I think I'm going to make myself roll to like kick out. <laughs> I think that sounds good. Yeah. 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 Or I'm going to get dragged down. Um, so I'm going to say this is probably a, uh, a normal roll. Uh, yeah. That feels right. It's a gang and I can, I and can handle. I'd say if you succeed that you kick out and then deal a fall to the minions, which I think in this case would eliminate these particular minions. Like if you can get out of this, then these, these minions are not really an issue anymore because they're going to get sucked into this. Right. That makes sense. Um, so I am, uh, going to say that I, I have this stunning athleticism, right? I can do parkour. I can kind of wriggle, um, and dodge and shimmy and shake. So I'm giving myself a bonus for that. Um, 
but I'm outnumbered. I think that's a bad position, which takes mm-hmm. away a die or takes away plus one from my roll. Um, I think I'm just going to give myself a flat 2d6 roll and see what happens. Um, and I've got a, a total of five. So I no. do not succeed in this case. Uh, I'm, I might take a fall as I, I think get you got dragged. a fall here. I think, I think as you're getting dragged and I think, uh, the other thing that I want to throw out is like a disadvantage of like, I have to save you. Right. Like, it's, right. it's a matter of like, I can't let you like, like, like Paladin, like Eho is on the, is, is, is in a position where I could end this, but I can't possibly, I can't possibly let my most trusted companion, like dragged into hell. Right. Do you, do you defeat your, your long, long, long time rival or do you save your partner? Yeah. So I'm being uh, dragged and like yelling, like, end it. Paladin, forget about me. It is more important that you bring this, this villain to justice. I, I will, climb. I will perish here. <laughs> And and I, I, I'm looking back and forth and I'm looking back and forth and I, I look to the sky and I'm like, not today, not, not, not yet. And I, I climb, I am, I am invoking a rule in the book. I am taking a plus one here because I am climbing to the top rope, which is not my normal move, but I am climbing to the top rope to splash directly onto these, onto these, uh, these skeletons. Uh, which is not my signature style, but this this is going to at least help my cause. So I'm going to take a plus two here. Yeah. Um, as I just am coming down hard to like just destroy them with the sheer like bulk of my weight crashing down on these on these skeletons. Yeah, I'm going to give you another plus one for your strength because you're just this a frog splash off the top rope into a horde of skeletons has gotta hurt it's gotta a hurt. lot and i think you, i think i'm gonna give you another plus one because you're motivated to save your tag team partner it's like so that is so i rolled a 10 so that is a total of a 13 <laughs> oh so it looks so cool as you dive off the top rope right like the camera mm-hmm. is is shot from that very low angle yeah to to emphasize just your your massive size as you're kind of blotting out one of those spotlights that's shining mm-hmm. down on you and just slow-mo crushing into them right yeah and they are obliterated and i'm also ask i'm gonna say what what advantage do i give you for your next action having taken out these skeletons Ooh, uh i think just because i did really really well on that roll and i think that i I think it's good that we give a yeah something extra there um i I think the i'm going with first thought best thought uh i think the advantage is like from the the smashed up skeletons, there's uh, enough bones that um, Vengansa can just grab some of the like limbs uh, mm. and turn them into like tonfa. Yeah, <laughs> as like yep. extra weapons because I'm a, I'm a martial artist, so now yeah, I have sure. these these two sticks, and I'm like, oh, now I can fight even better. I can hand to hand is one thing, but if you want to play and, dirty, <laughs> and Eho wants to play dirty, I mean, right. I mean that like he brought a chair in moment one, <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to meet you halfway. Um, so I think that's going to, I'm going to take that as my, my, my bonus, uh, yeah. into the, the next actions. And I think at this point, Paladin, has, uh, Paladin has, or Eho has climbed to his feet and is like, is at this point, like, um, is down a fall is down to two falls is beaten down the, the the skeleton like his skeleton minions are broken i think at this point he um 
he is going to, unless one of us takes immediate action, um, like hold out his hands. I'm going to look at the boss actions here and decide what I want to give yeah. this. Um, he is specifically holding out his hands to the, uh, he is holding out his hands to the portal as like fire and brimstone are starting to pour out of it. And there are like columns of fire, uh, starting to burst out the, the ring posts, you know, we, we get the cane effect on the ring posts <laughs> and the fire shoots up and like, uh, like he is, he is like, if I, if I have to do this, I'm going to destroy this entire building and, and level this community in a wall of fire if I cannot have this. And so like, it is crackling, there's fire, there is lava. And I'm going to say, uh, that is going to make it that, that it is much harder for both of us to like, to, to, to wrestle on our terms, because I think to do so, we would also then have to make a second roll to avoid getting burned by fire. Yeah, yeah. There's a that's a significant hazard that is. Or rather, I'll say if we fail, if we fail, uh, if we fail an act like a wrestling roll here, if we fail an attack, we like automatically take an extra fall as fire just engulfs us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I think from there, uh, Venganza climbs up, uh, like kips up into the mm-hmm. into the ring, um, and levels one of these skeletal arms <laughs> sort of like a like a bacoblin on mm-hmm. skeleton arm in breath of the wild at um uh at Iko and it's like you you fool you you want to claim this community for your own yet you will destroy it to build it up from the ground do you not see the terror you instill in the people here this is no way to lead this is no way to achieve what you want you will only cause more suffering and pain for the people here i will not have this uh and charges forth and starts laying in strikes like low strike with the first arm high strike with the second Mm -hmm. one um using both of them crossed to try and carry strikes etc Big roundhouse, uh, like roundhouse kick right to the mid. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, snap, super kick to the chest, throw him back into the turnbuckle. Right, love it, love um, it. Give me that, give me that attack roll. And that's it. So that's at least a plus two because you've got yeah. your your tonfas and your martial arts style. Right. Um, I feel like this is. I mean, this is this is this is the boss, right? This is a, this is absolutely affecting your cause, right? This yeah, is for sure. Because if you, you know, not failing here is going now, and now people are directly in danger. So I'm going to definitely give you that plus three. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what happens. All right. So I have uh, a six plus three is a nine. All right. Uh, Do we think that this is still a difficile scenario? I think at this moment, no. I think I think because I think that his uh, his attention was distracted, like his last action distracted his attention a little bit. So That's his focus true. wasn't He's on so like focused on conjuring this uh, this massive effect. Yeah, that he wasn't focused on the wrestling. Like he was he was he was tougher before because his priority was beating us in the ring, and now his priority is destruction, and so his his attention has moved a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a these these strikes, and I think I uh, Venganza just smashes the bones up against mm. um, uh, Iko's um, frame as he's blocking and parrying and just crash, crash, crash. 
with the bones splintered and the dust kind of drifting in the wind, um, I think uh, we uh, we see that Iho is kind of stunned in that classic kind of video gamey. Ooh, I'm seeing stars. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not fall here. You, you fool. You think that you can take me? I have gained more power than you ever can imagine. This is my territory. This is my kingdom. And I will rule by an iron fist if I have to. I will grind you into dust. And uh, Venganza, while uh, Iho has been trying to get his bearings, uh, has been climbing up onto uh, the turnbuckle of course, and uh, crosses themselves mm-hmm. and says, there will be no such thing. It is time think, for you to be brought to justice. <laughs> and I think at that same exact moment, uh, adding, adding my super attack aid to this move, uh, yeah. as we both roll at this moment, um, I climb in the ring. And like, I am, I am like underneath, like you're on the top turnbuckle. I am yep. underneath you. And for a moment, like, uh, Iho walks to the middle of the ring and like is conjuring fire and looks impossible. And you swear you see a third wrestler, uh, on the other end of the ring. You swear oh, for a moment snap. you see them and like, they are, they are wispy. They are wispy and light and like shrouded in, in, in glistening light. But you, all you swear you see are the colors green and gold as for a moment like and for a moment like like my posture like my posture breaks for a moment right like i'm ready to go and then suddenly i'm like taken aback as my super attack is not just a tag team not just a tag team maneuver here but a trios maneuver trios! <laughs> with the ghost of paladin off in the other corner about to like join us in this as this is ultimately putting this legacy to rest this is putting this is putting this 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 strife that has driven that has uh, tortured, tortured both the tortured me for for the last twenty years and driven, uh, driven the man's son to the literal gates of hell. This is this is where this is where we ha- this is where we end this. This is it, yeah. So uh, I, Vinganza sees this happen. Has like, it is time. We'll put this to rest once and for all, for the, for the glory of the name of Paladin for the people of this community in the name of all things that are good in this world. We deliver you justice and dives off into uh, a, a full like Hurricane Rana mm-hmm. lands on uh, Iko and flips, just slams into the ground, uh, which leaves him exposed for you, for, for Paladin to step in and finish the job. And I think what that looks like is, um, I think what that looks like is, so he's on the ground. I think it is, it is, uh, it's gotta just be like, it's got, I think the only thing that it can be is a running, like a running, it is a running stomp. And I think it is a running stomp from myself and from the ghost of Paladin, like you jump into the air and it's like, it's you're running, you're running, you're running, jump up, knees to the chest, and then they just come down as you land on them. Yeah. And we both do it right to right on the chest. 
as I as I suspended that super attack a to to deliver the third fall to Paladin and fall. like crush and crush him. Uh, he is rendered into ash. He disappears into a portal of fire and brimstone. And I think the last roll that we both need to make here, as I think, like what is happening is we actually do need to see like seal this portal and and yeah. close this thing, or else this place will burn to the ground. And I am not willing to sacrifice this this community center to this hellscape. Yeah. Okay. So we see that perfectly synergized triple just slam combo attack. Uh, and the, the roof is starting to crumble around mm-hmm. us, right? People are fleeing from the bleachers. Uh, the demons are slowly being dragged down and, and squealing, no, 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 with their little claws and mm-hmm. hands and stuff sticking out of the, the, the fissures. Um, and I think the three of us uh, link up arms yep. in a triangle um, and we uh, like puff out our chests uh, and kind of pool our life energies um, to try and seal up the, the whole thing. That's great. Uh, this, this feels like an Epico. This feels like Epico kind of difficulty for sure. Um, and I think we'll real quickly rattle off. Cause there's, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of pro and a lot of con. I think we'll, we can kind of run through all of them. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that having, uh, the ghost of Paladin is is counteracted by the fact that the forces of hell are also here. Like yeah, I think those have canceled out. Yeah, that's a balance. Um, but I do think this is both of our causes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get bonuses for that. Um, I think your supernatural lore uh, yep. makes sense because you you know how to seal these kinds of portals. And I think that w- that we're both like assisting one another. Yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to think. I I, I this is. We're, we're, we're hopping into game design mode for a minute because I'm going to propose uh, uh, how, how I think this, this rule can go. Shoot. Is um, we're just going to I'm just going to throw out like some real some real weird fun dice stuff that may in fact be entirely nonsense. What if we both roll and take our higher dice, Ooh, like I higher like of the two dice and add that together to be our like ultimate tag team energy? Yeah. We, we're, we've got this, the tag team advantage kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and so. That 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 addresses the fact that we are a team and we are a united front, and so I think that it is two d six plus two mm-hmm. with each of our each of the higher dice that we roll of two d six being added together. Yeah. Okay. My high dice is a four. My high dice is a six. <laughs> that is a twelve. Double that sixes. That is the achieve the impossible. Um, <laughs> Holy and smokes. I think s- uh, it was close. It that's got, really <laughs> scary. <laughs> actually, hell just opens. We, it's over. Sorry. It's over. That's we're both done. <laughs> um, I think what happens is uh, we lock arms and like we puff out our chests and maybe maybe reflecting that result like it almost doesn't work. And what has to yeah. happen is like is like it's just not enough. Like all of our combined power and experience and all of the lore that I have learned in my twenty years isn't quite enough. And what ultimately has to happen is like our sort of our sort of triangle like locked hands breaks as the ghost of my mentor is like I know what I have to do and it is to atone for what was done in my name. Uh and I think Venganza is just uh humbled by this, not only by 
the overwhelming power because they've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this before. Yeah, for they've, sure. they've fought all kinds of things, but not nothing at this scale, right? And also the the sacrifice that is being asked. I, are you? There must be another way. We have to be able to. I. And the ghost looks at me. The ghost looks at at, at Paladin Junior. and is like, if I can have given the world a champion of justice as powerful as 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 i have as i have watched you become and for a moment like i i kind of i kind of look over in the direction of venganza and i'm like the legacy is strong and the legacy is unbroken and and the, the ghost of paladin is like well then that is all that any luchador can ask for is that the mask that we wear makes the world a better place and imparts a sense of justice for those that cannot achieve justice for themselves. Then it is I time for me to face on. a new battle. It is time for me to face a new... There is a new class of Rudo for me to fight, and it is on the other side of this gateway. And I think that it's it's yeah. almost... It's almost... Un, like it, it, it almost doesn't look... It's, it's, there's no drama to it, right? It's just it very it looks like it's just an old an old man walking through a doorway, right? Yeah. Like it's very he looks small in that moment, but like not small in a way that like not small in an unintimidating way, just like looks profoundly ordinary as he walks through this gateway and all of this energy is sucked up and this book seals shut and we are back in a high school gymnasium. Yeah. The courage of your mentor is inspiring. Paladin, my my brother, my friend. I know we have many years ahead of us, but I hope that I can bring that level of respect and honor to the legacy. And I think you turn back and you turn back just in time to see my cloak falling to the ground and disappear and fading into the shadows as the people that are in this gymnasium are starting to gather around you and be like, oh, my God, you you fought demons. Oh, my God, that is. Thank you so much for saving us. And you just hear. I think the last thing you hear is like uh, as as Paladin like sits in like we see we see a shot of Paladin sitting in his chair. Yeah. And you just hear we just hear a whisper in your voice of like. You already have, and now take your take your victory lap because I've had plenty. And there's just that that slow, uh, is it like a Michael Mann kind of aerial shot of yeah. the the camera panning up um, as Venganza looks at the crowd that's like slowly uh, just swarming in of all of these people like asking questions and like. What do what do we do now <laughs> in the in the wake of of this this moment? And that's game. That's it. <laughs> oh, this is that rip. That was so good. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy about that. That was so incredibly good. Thank you so much for doing this with me. This was I'm 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 overjoyed. Chef, thank you so much. I I couldn't have asked for a better experience. That was incredible. I'm so happy about that. Oh. <sighs> Real quick, before we wrap up, where can people find you, your work, and what's so cool about Lucha Libre online? Sure enough. Uh, so, once again, if you want to check out other games, including what's so cool about Lucha Libre, I've got a whole bunch available on itch. That's at colorspraygames.itch.io. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I tweet a lot about social justice and game design and all kinds of other fun stuff. 
I'm on Twitter at Lucha Libris. Uh, I am a uh, pro GM for Magpie Games for just a little bit longer. Uh, so by the time you listen to this, you might be able to get the last ticket to one of my games for Root the Roleplaying Game. That's uh, magpiegames.com slash curated-play if you want to find out how to get linked up with me. Um, and I'm also a voice actor for the Penumbra Podcast, which is a queer sci-fi and fantasy audio drama. If you want to hear yourself represented in stories, that's at the Penumbra Pod on Twitter, thepenumbrapodcast.com. Well, thank you so much. This was uh, this this was I had I had high expectations for this. I'm not going to lie, and this <laughs> met all of them. Um, and I'm so so delighted. Uh, so thank you again. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Fast Mate, and thanks again to Simon for coming on the show. That game absolutely ruled. That was one of my favorite stories that I've told in games in a very, very long time. It lived up to every one of my expectations and then some. I am smiling ear to ear thinking about it. Be sure to head to colorspraygames.itch.io and pick up a copy of What's So Cool About Lucha Libre. And be sure to follow Simon on Twitter at Lucha Libris so you can follow all of the other cool work that he does. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, head to our Discord channel at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord, and head to our merch store at bit.ly slash Party of One Merch. If you enjoy the show, consider supporting us financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer, coffee.com slash jeffstormer. You can also support the other podcast that I produce every week, All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, in which my best friend Eric Tano Sais and I, every single week, take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. Or you can support another ongoing project I've got going on with another one of my best friends, uh, Noah Houlihan, and that is The Games We Made Along the Way, which is an ongoing monthly-ish game design stream in which Noah and I give each other a a game design prompt and then we have to turn around and in the following month create a functional game that we can sit down and play on a Twitch stream. We play it, we play test it, we give feedback on it and then we spin it around and we offer it up on itch. We're going to be playing together next Saturday the 24th of April. Uh, We're going to be playing a game that I'm currently working on. I don't have a name for it but it is a game that uses Google Maps as its core mechanic. Specifically the teaser that I will give is that it uses the Google Maps search nearby function and it's going to be great. You can find that at twitch.tv slash plus two comedy. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all we do here. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Party on, everybody.